Hello and welcome to The Daily Poem. I'm Heidi White and today is Friday, April 15th. There's an old saying that nothing in life is certain except death and taxes. Uh, and both of those certainties converge upon us on this day. Uh, April 15th is tax day, but I am not going to read for you a poem about taxes. Uh, and in the Western calendar, it is also Good Friday, uh, which is the day of the solemn commemoration and remembrance of Christ's death. Uh, and I am going to read for you a Good Friday poem. Um, this is quite a long excerpt from a larger poem, and I'm only going to read it once, and then I'll make a few comments, uh, and that'll be the show for the day. Uh, this is taken from The Dream of the Rude, uh, which is an Anglo-Saxon poem, uh, maybe as early as the 8th century, and it is the earliest Christian poem that we have in English, and therefore quite important as a historical and literary artifact. Uh, the poem is written in Old English, and so what I'm going to read for for you is a translation uh, by Richard Hammer uh, from 1970. Uh, and as I said, this is quite a quite quite a long poem, uh, and so I'm just going to read an excerpt. Um, and this is taken from the second section of the poem, and this is how it goes: The rude, the cross of Christ speaks. It was long past. I still remember it that I was cut down at the copse's end, moved from my root. Strong enemies there took me, told me to hold aloft their criminals, made me a spectacle. Men carried me upon their shoulders, set me on a hill. A host of enemies there fastened me. And then I saw the Lord of all mankind hasten with eager zeal that he might mount upon me, I durst not against God's word bend down or break when I saw tremble all the surface of the earth. Although I might have struck down all the foes, yet stood I fast. Then the young hero, who is God Almighty, got ready, resolute and strong in heart. He climbed onto the lofty gallows tree, bold in the sight of many watching men when he intended to redeem mankind. I trembled as the warrior embraced me, but still I dared not bend down to earth, fall to the ground. Upright, I had to stand. A rude, I was raised up, and I held high the noble king, the Lord of heaven above. I dared not stoop. They pierced me with dark nails. The scars can still be clearly seen on me, the open wounds of malice. Yet, might I not harm them? They reviled us both together. I was made wet all over with the blood which poured out from his side after he had sent forth his spirit. And I underwent full many a dire experience on that hill. I saw the God of hosts stretched grimly out. Darkness covered the ruler's corpse with clouds, his shining beauty, shadows passed across, black in the darkness. All creation wept, bewailed the king's death. Christ was on the cross. Now you may understand, dear warrior, that I have suffered deeds of wicked men and grievous sorrows. Now the time has come that far and wide on earth men honor me and all this great and glorious creation 
and to this beacon offers prayers. On me, the Son of God once suffered. Therefore, now I tower mighty underneath the heavens, and I may heal all those in awe of me. Once I became the cruelest of tortures, most hateful to all nations, till the time I opened the right way of life for men. I think that there are many reasons why a good Friday poetry is copious in the poetic tradition, uh, and not all of them are religious. And so if you don't identify yourself as a spiritual person, uh, you might still be interested in some of these contemplations. Uh, and in this poem, I see a, a little microcosm of some of the reasons I'm going to give you uh, for why Good Friday poetry is so common. Uh, the first reason is certainly the fact that we uh, are emerging from a Western tradition. Uh, there's a cultural and religious tradition of Christianity uh, that informed uh, literature and writing and art over many centuries. Uh, and so the death of Christ is a common uh, theme and idea within this within poetry. Uh, frankly, I think that's the least interesting reason. Um, I'm much more interested in content than context in this case. Uh, and so there's still yet a couple of reasons why I think Good Friday poetry is so common. Uh, the first is that the Christian story of Good Friday then is rife with paradox. Uh, Christ is king and yet criminal. Um, he's victor and yet vanquished. He is God and yet man. Um, He's uh, the overcomer, and yet he is overcome. Uh, he is the wounded healer. Uh, he is dying in order to bring life. Uh, the contradiction and paradox of death and life on the cross is so glaring, maybe the most glaring symbol of it in human culture. Uh, and these intense paradoxes lend themselves to poetry, uh, not only to poetry in general, but to great poetry. <laughs> Uh, and uh, another reason is that although the cross of Christ in the Christian story is a spiritual one, it's also very human. Uh, we've all experienced that love requires radical self-giving, even unto death. Uh, and the image of Christ uh, on the cross is such a potent and compelling uh, symbolic manifestation of uh, the intermingling of love and death uh, and the sacrificial nature of love in a human sense as well as in a divine one. Uh, and we see all of that in this particular poem. And this poem is important historically, certainly as the first Christian poem in English. And it's also very interesting poetically. Uh, in the poem, the narrator is the cross itself. Uh, and the cross, the rood, speaks as a spectator and a participant in Christ's death. Uh, and therefore, the rude is complicit and yet also a victim. Uh, and thus, the rude becomes a powerful symbol in itself, a divine and an earthly symbol, uh, and also a stand-in for the soul, um, as well as an object of veneration. 
Uh, and so this, the rude is, is complex narrator. Uh, and throughout this excerpt, uh, the rude is gradually united to Christ, much as the soul is. Uh, the rude is even baptized by Christ's wet blood and pierced by his dark nails. Uh, and because the rude participates in Christ's suffering, it also shares in his glory, as we see in the final uh, parts of the poem. Uh, and thus there is this gradual story of transformation by the death of, of Christ uh, and a unity with Christ uh, that speaks of the soul's unity, uh, as well as providing this very compelling reason for the veneration of the cross uh, itself. Um, and so I urge you uh, to find this poem um, and other poetry about Good Friday uh, and, uh, and, and meditate upon that idea uh, this day. It's certainly a much more uh, interesting and compelling meditation than taxes. So uh, this has been the daily poem produced by Goldberry Studios, post-production by Logan Green. I'm Heidi White. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back again soon with another poem.